Sri Sai Sacharitra, The Wonderful Life and Teachings of Shirdi Sai Baba, by Hamadpant, a modern rendering by Monica Pinakanda. Guru Chapter 15 The readers may remember that in Chapter 6, mention was made about the Ramanavami festival in Shirdi, how the festival originated, how in the early years it was difficult to get good singers for Kirtan, and how Baba permanently entrusted this function to Das Ganu. Now, in this chapter, we shall describe the manner in which Das Ganu was performing Kirtan. Dasganu changes his clothes. Generally, Kirtan singers wear elaborate dress. They put on a headdress or turban, a long flowing coat with a shirt inside, and a short cloth on the shoulders, and the usual long cloth from the waist below. Dressed in this fashion, Dasganu once went to bow to Baba. Baba asked, well, bridegroom, where were you going dressed so beautifully? To perform kirtan. Baba said, Why do you want all this paraphernalia, coat, uparne, turban, and all that before me? Why wear them on the body? Daskanu immediately took them off and placed them at Baba's feet. From that time on, Daskanu never wore these things while singing kirtan. He was always bare from the waist up with a pair of chiplis in his hand and a garland around his neck. This is not the traditional practice by kirtan singers, but this is the best and purest method. The sage Narda, from whom kirtan originated, wore nothing on his trunk and head. He carried a vena instrument in his hand and wandered from place to place, everywhere singing the glory of the Lord. Sugarless Tea and a Pilgrimage to Shirdi Initially, Baba was known in Pune and Ahmednagar districts, but Nana Sahib's personal talks and Dasganu's splendid kirtans spread Baba's fame to Mumbai. In fact, it was Daskanu, may God bless him, who, by his beautiful and outstanding kirtans, made Baba available to so many people there. Audiences who come to hear kirtans have different tastes. Some like the erudition of the kirtan leader, some like his gestures, some his singing, 
some his wit and humor, some his dissertation on Vedanta, and some like his stories, and so on. There are very few who, by hearing Kirtan, get faith and devotion or love for God or the saints. The effect of Dasganu's Kirtans on the minds of the audience, however, was electric. We give an instance of it here. Dasganu was once performing Kirtan, singing the glory of Sai Baba in the Kupineshwar temple in Tana. Mr. Cholkar, a poor man serving in the civil courts in Tana, was among the audience. He listened to Daskanu's kirtan most attentively and was very moved. There and then he mentally bowed and vowed to Baba, Baba, I am a poor man, unable to support my family. If by your grace I pass a departmental examination and get a permanent post, I shall go to Shirdi, fall at your feet, and distribute sugar candy in your name. Mr. Chokar did pass the examination and did get the permanent post. Now it remained for him to fulfill his vow. The sooner the better. Mr. Cholkar was a poor man with a large family to support. He could not afford to pay for the expenses of a surety trip. As is well said, one can easily cross over Nane Ghat or even the Sayadri range, but it is very difficult for a poor man to cross the threshold of his own house. Mr. Cholkar was anxious to fulfill his vow as early as possible. He resolved to economize, cut down his expenses, and save money. He determined not to use sugar in his diet and began to take his tea without it. After he was able to save some money in this way, he came to Shirdi. He had Baba's darshan, fell at his feet, offered a coconut, and distributed it with a clear conscience along with the sugar candy as per his vow. He told Baba that he was very happy with his darshan and that his desires were fulfilled that day. Mr. Cholkar was in the masjid with his host, Bapu Saheb Jag. When the host and the guests both got up and were about to leave the masjid, Baba said to Jag, Give him cups of tea, fully saturated with sugar. Hearing these significant words, Mr. Cholkar was moved and wonderstruck. His eyes filled with tears and he fell at Baba's feet again. Jag was curious about this direction to give tea to his guest. Baba wanted to create faith and devotion in Mr. Cholkar's mind. He hinted about the sugar candy as per Mr. Cholkar's vow, and he knew full well Mr. Cholkar's secret determination not to use sugar in his diet. Baba said, If you spread your palms with devotion before me, I am immediately with you day and night. Though my body is physically here, still I know what you do beyond the seven seas. Wherever you go over the wide world, I am with you. My abode is in your heart, and I am always with you. 
Always worship me, who is seated in your heart, as well as in the hearts of all beings. Blessed and fortunate indeed is he who knows me in this way. What a beautiful and important lesson Baba imparted to Mr. Cholkar. Two Lizards Reunite in Shirdi Now we close this chapter with a story of two little lizards. Once Baba was sitting in the masjid with a devotee sitting in front of him, when a lizard tick-ticked. Out of curiosity, the devotee asked Baba whether this tick-ticking of the lizard signified anything. Was it a good sign or a bad omen? Baba said that the lizard was overjoyed as her sister from Aurangabad was coming to see her. The devotee sat silent, not understanding the meaning of Baba's words. Immediately, a gentleman from Aurangabad came on horseback to see Baba. He took a bag from his shoulders to bring out the grains and dashed it on the ground to remove the dirt. A lizard came out from the bag and, in the presence of all, climbed up the wall. Baba asked this devotee, who asked about the lizard, to notice well. The lizard went strutting to her sister at once. Both sisters, meeting each other after a long time, kissed, embraced each other, and whirled around and danced with love. Where is Shirdi and where is Aurangabad? How could the man on the horseback come from Aurangabad to Shirdi with the lizard? And how should Baba make the prophecy of the meeting of the two sisters? All this is really very wonderful and proves the omniscience, the all-knowing nature of Baba. Whoever respectfully reads this chapter or studies it daily will have all his miseries removed by the grace of the Sadguru, Sai Baba. Pranams to Sri Sai. Peace be to all.